Hello, and welcome to Transfusion's monthly podcast. I'm your host, Yara Park. In today's episode, we'll be speaking with Dr. Dana Devine, who will be discussing her commentary, Impact of Product Platelet Count Reduction on Platelet Demand in Canada. Dr. Devine, thank you so much for joining us. My pleasure. Would you please introduce yourself? Sure. So my name is Dana Devine. I'm uh, I'm the chief scientist at Canadian Blood Services, and I'm also the director of the Center for Blood Research at the University of British Columbia in Vancouver. Thank you. So this is a bit different than the articles we usually do on our podcast. Usually we feature a research article and we ask about how they came up with their research design and their findings. But this is a commentary. But I think for all the non-Canadian listeners out there, it's fascinating. So can you summarize what you were talking about in the commentary for us? Sure. So uh, the reason that I wrote this commentary is because we've started to have quite a bit of discussion in the in the US about whether we need to stick with that 3.0 times 10 to the 11 as a platelet dose in the bag or whether we should be approaching the FDA to ask for lowering that number down to what it is in uh, basically in Europe or also in Canada. And so I thought it would be interesting uh, for me to go back and dig out the data that we had at Canadian Blood Services when we made the switch from 3.0 to 2.4, because I thought that might help inform what we were actually potentially going to see in, in uh, you know, if you could get permission from the FDA to, to lower the platelet dose it would mean that you'd have more platelets to spread around. And I, I recognize that there are institutions that have kind of chronic platelet shortages. And so, you know, the idea is to rather than have people who need platelets and can't get them is to, is to figure out how to, how to spread these platelets around a, a little bit better. So I went and extracted with, with the help of some of my colleagues at Canadian Blood Services, went and extracted our, our data for uh, for for a four year time period, so we decreased the platelet content in 2016, which was our last full year at three times ten to the eleven per unit, and then by 2017, uh, we had had permission from our regulatory authority, which is Health Canada, to change to 2.4 times ten to the eleven, and we made that change in August of 2017. So I looked at um, I looked at the actual mean platelet count in in our products, and so in 2017 the mean platelet count was 3.3 times 10 to the 11, and in 2018 it was 2.78 times 10 to the 11. So the 2.4 is the minimum that you could have in a in a dose, and we were just kind of looking at what our what our average platelet count was. We were then curious to know, did, did the lowering of the platelet count cause an increase in the utilization rate? And what we were able to show was that between the, so we made this change in August of 2017. So if we benchmark against 2016, which was the last year that we really had this, this 3.0, and we see a decrease in the platelet content in in 2017 of about 9%. And we saw less than 1% increase in, in utilization rate. 
in 2018, which is basically a whole year of this 2.4, we saw that there was really a 23% decrease in the platelet content, but only a 1.6% increase in utilization. And this is probably a reflection of the fact that, that, that the Canadian society is getting older. You know, our demographic is, is shifting to, to people who are, who are older and they're, you know, that's the age, the age groups in which you see, you know, more cancers showing up and more demand for platelet products. And I think your commentary said, and correct me if I'm wrong, that about 80% of the platelets used in Canada are whole blood derived. Is that correct? That's correct. Yeah. So, so we, we, um, in, I think about 20, no, 2005, we converted over to the European method of, of producing whole blood derived platelets, the so-called Buffy coat method. And so this is, uh, you know, this, this was a very positive thing to do for, for our ability to access platelets. So we're, we're not dependent upon apheresis. We, we do collect about 20% apheresis platelets, but those are usually being collected either to supplement the supply or to meet the demand for HLA match platelets. So how did this idea come about to reducing, and I know it was that you wanted to match the Buffy coat platelets, but who first came up with this idea and what was the reaction to, why don't we just lower the apheresis platelets to 2.4 as well? Yeah, well, what we realized was that we had this historic imbalance. And so the, the apheresis platelets, uh, Canada often aligns itself with the, with the U.S. standards and the, in the ABB, you know, the ABB standards. And, and we realized that we still had this 3.0 standard where we had gone ahead and implemented the, the United Kingdom red book standard of 2.4 times 10 to the 11 for our Buffy co-playlets, because that was kind of how this was implemented in Europe. And we realized that, that we had these, these two different products. They, they look the same in the bag and people in the hospitals are using them interchangeably and so we then thought, well, you know, this is this is kind of silly, right? We have we're busy trying to collect doubles, and we have a number of donors who can't give a double. And so we thought, well, let's drop everything to two point four, and maybe this will increase the proportion of our donors who can give doubles. We also were, and I and I don't think this is an unusual observation, but I think that we see in the summertime that donors' platelet counts tend to start to fall a bit. I, I, I don't understand the physiology of that at all, but, but it's, uh, you know, there's, there's obviously something going on there related to, you know, to heat and, and humidity, et cetera, et cetera. And so what we, what we found was in the summertime, we were, we were really having problems where we had set ourselves a target for doubles collections. We don't collect triples in Canada. And we had set ourselves a target for doubles collection, and that target we we were failing to meet in the summertime. And so we realized that if we if we were able to drop the platelet dose a bit, that that might actually help us meet that demand for uh, for double collections in the summer. I had never heard that before. When you mentioned decreased platelets in the summer. I thought you just meant decreased donors because people go on vacation in the summer. You actually see 
people's individual platelet counts, if you track them throughout the year, if they're apheresis donors, you you really see a decline in these in these hot summer months in Canada. I, I have I, and I I don't understand the physiology of that at all. That's fascinating. I have never heard that before, and now I want to go look at all my donors because I have a small blood donor hospital based donor center. I'm wondering if we experience the same thing. I've never noticed that before. I bet you do because I know it gets pretty warm in Chapel Hill in July and August. How difficult was it in Canada to get Health Canada to go with the idea of dropping to 2.4 for your apheresis platelets? Yeah, it was it was very straightforward. We just we just walked in there and said, "Look, you know, this 3.0 is a legacy thing and it doesn't make any sense and this other product which is used interchangeably with apheresis platelets is, has a minimum of 2.4." And this other one has a minimum of 3.0 and, and this, this doesn't, you know, there, there's no logic to, to what we're doing here. And they, they were, uh, they were willing to, to let us lower everything to 2.4. How did hospitals respond when you said, okay, all your platelets now are going to have 2.4, even your HLA match platelets, for example? Yeah. So, so I was expecting us to have, have a big pile of customer complaints from the hospitals, but we didn't have any. So, so I think they realized that that their own approach to these two different products was quite inconsistent, and and so they they uh, they didn't have a they didn't have you know we we weren't getting customer complaints, even though I was expecting a few. That's interesting. So you mentioned that you were expecting potentially the usage of platelets to go up as the dose of the platelet went down based on the Plato study, which showed that low-dose platelets worked, but you needed more of them, but you didn't actually see that. And why do you think, in your experience, you didn't experience that? So what I really think is I think that, that when it comes to platelet dosing, it, we're all over the map. You know, we, I, I think we really, we really don't have a hot clue what we're doing. And, and I think that, um, you know, Plato, Plato is a very good example of that is, you know, there, the same proportion of grade two bleeding occurred in all three arms of that study, which, you know, which I, th- I think was, was really very telling that we, you know, honestly, we, we don't really know what we're doing with platelet dosing. And so I think that, that the, the treating clinicians just didn't see any change after they gave a platelet dose. And so, you know, we, we didn't get a, we weren't getting complaints. But you didn't see the use. People weren't requesting more platelets. They weren't re- interesting. No, and even even though we told them, you know, like we're we're standardizing around two point four, and so th- we didn't. We actually didn't see a, an increase in demand, other than you know it was less than two percent. That's very heartening. That this this could work. Yeah. Well, I, I we got to do something, right? Right. <laughs> This is a problem we have to fix. So you mentioned that you do not collect triples in Canada. Why is that? If you don't mind me asking. Well, I think we're we're just we just haven't gotten organized to to do that. We have uh, we have a lot of donors who can give doubles, and that was really what we were trying to do was was get our apheresis donors so that basically everybody could give a double, and then we haven't uh, we haven't hit the hit the triples yet. I mean, we can we can meet demand with the Buffy coat pools and just collecting doubles from from donors. We don't have to collect triples. Yeah, I think here in the U.S., there's a lot fewer whole blood derived platelets around. 
So I think we have to go for the triples. Yeah, well, I think the problem in the U.S. is you're throwing away all those platelets. We are. It's true. Yeah. So there, there's a there's a whole another project going on trying to trying to look at trying to bring Buffy coat manufacturing into the U.S. So we'll see if that's successful or not. So how might manufacturing requirements, the so-called guard bands, when you want to do pathogen reduction of your apheresis platelets, influence your decision to reduce the platelet dose per unit? Yeah. So so we're in the midst of a pilot project in the Ottawa area. Where we've just uh, we've just launched intercept platelet treatment, and what we do with our Buffy coat platelets is we pool uh, we pool seven Buffy coats and treat them, and then split them out, and we we're close to this two point four cutoff. Have you adjusted your apheresis donors at all to intercept to so that you can use intercept, or have you not started intercept? Yeah, we're just we're just in the middle of of uh, doing doing that basic work now in our development lab, so we'll have to see what that actually ultimately ends up looking like. But I would guess that that you know if we're at two point four and we're collecting doubles from people, we should be within the guard bands for for intercept. So are pathogen reduced platelets not that common in Canada yet? Sounds like not. Not yet. Yeah. Gotcha. We're, we're working on it. So what recommendations might the Canadian experience provide to other areas or other countries considering lowering their platelet dose? Well, I think the, I think the really telling data was that we, we didn't see an increase in demand. So that, you know, all the, the, the take-home messages from the Plato study are probably all, are, are all right on. So what's next for your group? Well, we're, we're looking at... Um, at intercept treatment of apheresis platelets is kind of the next the next thing that that we're uh, we're undertaking, and we're trying to in, get whole whole blood leuka reduced typo whole blood introduced in Canada, which I I know there's a lot of it used in the U.S. It's talked about a lot down here, at least that's for sure. So I'm going to show some of my ignorance here. What do other countries set their apheresis platelets to? I just, you know, being an American, I just assume it's all three times 10 to the 11th, but I'm betting it's not, having read your your paper. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's not. I think most most countries in Europe align around the 2.4 and... And the you know this this three point zero times ten to the eleven is a is an Amer- is an American number. I wonder who came up with it. I don't know the history behind it, but it's interesting that we're very different than everybody else. And I had never given thought to reducing it until I read your paper and thought, yeah, I feel like I could get way more triples out of people this way. Well, you can get more triples out of people, and you can you'll be able to spread your platelets over more recipients, which I think is 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 a really important thing for for the country right now. True. Is Canada experiencing the same shortages we've had here in the U.S.? No, we had. A, it was quite interesting at the beginning of the pandemic. Our prime minister was giving news conferences every every morning at I think eleven o'clock Eastern time. And he got out there for about three days in a row and basically said, look, blood donation is considered an essential service, so don't stop donating blood. And we haven't seen any shortages here. And that's our show. Thank you to Dr. Devine for joining us for a really interesting and thought-provoking discussion. This has been Yara Park for Transfusions Monthly Podcast. See you next time. (laughs) 